are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, 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 what is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what's good? Okay, I hope you guys have finally had enough time to recover from all of that greatness from fight nights between Gennady Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez because I'm still actually affected by it to this day. And if you actually catch up with the fight, well, good for you because it was a phenomenal fight. And it was honestly one of those historic fights that I feel like as long as there is boxing in the world, we will always talk about that fight forever. It was almost the aura that it had with it. It was almost like a Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier thing because it was just so great. And it was honestly a classic fight. And Oh my goodness, okay, even by just talking about it, I just get so pumped up about it, even though it's just, you know, it's all done, and we already know who won, and everything, and I know, yes, it was a bit disappointing for some, but for some others, it was just a big, big night, because they were actually rooting for the guy that actually won, I know, if you actually didn't catch up with the fight, you're probably saying, Jerome, what are you talking about, man, I'm so confused, and let me tell you this, don't worry, because because that fight was so great, we are actually going to be dedicating time to, to preview it once again and to just take you guys through all the things that actually happened on fight night and how it actually felt like in the arena. And uh, I know I wasn't really there in person, but just by watching it from the TV, from the pay-per-view, Man, I could I could get the energy from the crowd and from the fighters as well, from both Triple G and Kenoa Alvarez. And man, yes, right, we are going to be talking about it today. Okay, so we have that coming up. And then today is actually a very exclusive day for us in terms of boxing because today, I mean, I don't have anything MMA-wise to talk about because just like I said, guys, this week, so this past weekend was pretty special because of obviously because of that Triple G and Canelo fight, the rematch, and this upcoming weekend is also pretty special because we have our favorite heavyweight in the whole world, Anthony Joshua, the current WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO champion of the world, defending his title against Alexander Povetkin, okay, so that fight is going to be pretty, pretty exciting as well. And um, yeah, so just like I said, I feel like every single fight that Anthony Joshua fights is just a very, very special one because you don't really know how Anthony Joshua is going to deliver. He's a he's a very young guy, and I feel like the main reason why everybody's just super excited about him as as a future prospect. I mean, he just got started actually in in his professional boxing career, and I feel like he's not even at his prime right now. He still has a few years to go to actually achieve his prime. But yet, we're still so excited about this guy because we actually see that superstardom in him already. And that's why his fights already are just so eye-catching and they're always so exciting to watch. And with this one as well, it's no exception. 
we're all super excited to see what Anthony Joshua is going to do in this fight against Alexander Povetkin. So once again, you guessed it right. We are going to be thoroughly breaking that fight down here on TKO because that's what we do here. We, we give you guys juicy, juicy breakdowns of uh, all the important fights out there. Everything that you need to know about those fights and... Um, yeah, we'll keep you updated with every single thing, okay? So do not despair. And what else, man? Yeah, so honestly, just like I said, I'm still pretty emotional about that Canelo and Triple G rematch, which happened on Saturday on September 15th. And I know by the time you guys get to listen to this, it's obviously a few days after that whole fight went down. But man, I, I, I gotta pour my heart out, guys. Okay, I gotta talk about this fight because it really did affect me. And I feel like it's a very, it was a very important milestone in, in the whole sport of boxing. And we need to uh, uh, hold it um, dear to our hearts because it was a classic fight, just like I said. And it was just a phenomenal fight, okay? So I cannot wait to talk, talk to you guys about that fight. So that will be coming up in a few moments. And what else, man? Just like I said, we have the preview of Triple G and Canelo coming up. And later, we have the Anthony Joshua and Alexander Povetskan uh, fight breakdown coming up for you guys. Okay, so what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay. Yes. All right. So first things first, Triple G versus Canelo. So I'm just going to get started by talking about the weigh-in day, which was the day before the actual fight. So both guys came in. So their weight limit was uh, was actually at 160 pounds. So that's actually considered middleweight in boxing. I know if you guys are uh, MMA purists, you will say, well, Janan, middleweight in MMA is 185 pounds. But in boxing, actually, well, it's just 160 pounds. And I think uh, the MMA people, they just try to, uh, you know, try to be unorthodox and just decided to go with um, 185 pounds as metal weight. But, you know, who cares? We're talking about boxing right now. Anyhow, so both guys weighed in. They look shredded, more shredded than ever. And um, especially Canelo, man, he looks super muscular for that 159 pounds that he was um, weighing in and um, uh, weighing in at. And um, he just looks super, super muscular and healthy and super fit as well. However, on the other hand, uh, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Gennady Golovkin Triple G. When Triple G came into the came into the weigh-ins, he looked a bit too shrunken. You know, like he not saying that he wasn't fit. He was actually super slim, and he was um, more shredded than he usually is. If you compare his weight, like the way he looked, his physique to the previous weigh-ins that he, that he's had, he looked a bit more shredded, but he looked shrunken. He didn't. He just looked dehydrated, and it, it just didn't look healthy for him. But just like I said, Canelo looked like uh, he could have easily had a good uh, uh, steak dinner right before the weigh-ins. And he just looked super healthy and, you know, ready to go. But just like I said, Triple G, he looked a bit dehydrated. And I don't know, maybe it was his mindset that wasn't there. Or whatever it was, he just uh, looked, first of all, a bit nervous. And um, he looked a bit uneasy. I feel like that's the best way to put it. Anyhow, so the weigh-ins happen, they easily make weights, and they face off against one another. And um, actually, Canelo's camp is the one that is like uh, being super outrageous, and they're trying to, uh, you know, say all sorts of um, trash to Triple G's team. And I think Canelo actually pushed 
uh, Triple G while they were actually facing off against one another on the weigh-in day. The final stare down that the two actually had. Uh, Canelo looked like the one that he was uh, being super emotional and... Um, I don't know. I just feel like he was super excited to get back into the ring with Triple G, especially after that um, whole draw situation that the two had in their first fight in September of 2016. I just feel like Canelo felt like he had something to prove to, to Triple G, not to, not just to Triple G, but to the whole world. I feel you could actually tell that from the way Canelo was actually acting just on weigh-in day. And Triple G, just like I said, he just looked a bit uneasy and it, it didn't look like him. The way he was acting, it didn't feel like he was there, if you know what I mean. Like sometimes you're 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 physically there, but then your mentality is just it's just not not strong enough and and you can actually tell that you're not confident enough in a certain certain situation and in that specific case you can actually tell that from triple g's face so okay you guys can tell as a triple g fan for myself i i look at that and i say man okay hopefully like all this is just coming from triple g being dehydrated and maybe he just um, goes back to his hotel and has a good dinner you know spends time with his team or whatever like cheers himself up maybe he just feels a bit better however it's it's uh the actual finite the next day on saturday and uh he comes in let's just talk about the the walk-ins okay so uh obviously triple g walks in first even though Triple G is the champion, which actually got me confused for a second as well. So Triple G walks in first, and usually the person that walks in first into the ring is the underdog. And I just didn't understand that because even when you looked at the Vegas odds, Triple G was a slight favorite in this fight, but he still came in as the underdog. So that just got me a bit confused. Maybe it was be actually because of that, that Triple G... Uh, was just you know he looked a bit defeated in his mentality even while he was walking down to the ring on the actual finite he just looked like he didn't want to be there and i don't know what it was because he uh, triple g is a very reserved guy so he doesn't really talk about his feelings unfortunately or fortunately, you could say, I don't know, it could be, um, it, it could, you can actually use that in your advantage at some cases. But in this particular case, especially if you're a fan and you want the guy that you're rooting for do the, do his best on fight nights, it's just, you know, it scares you for a second. And I saw the face that Triple G was wearing on fight night as he was walking to the ring and I got a bit nervous for him, man. I just kept telling to myself, man, I hope Triple G, I hope the way he's looking right now, it's just because he wants to, you know, be in the zone and to just keep his focus on the actual fight, you know, not get distracted by the crowd and whatever it is maybe he's just trying to uh, maintain his mentality and leave all the rage for for the actual fight that that's what i was hoping and i'm pretty sure that's what every other triple g fan was actually hoping for triple g to to feel however you know the fight starts but before i get to that let's talk about canelo as well so canelo comes in you know his team is with him he looks uh, com more confident than ever and um he's just, he just in there he's like saluting the crowd and he's super pumped to just get in there and to get the fight started so that's for canelo and the fight starts it's a very interesting fight because triple g 
let me tell you this. So Triple G, in order to, to for him to win this fight, he should not let the fight go to distance because if that does happen then we were probably going to see a similar outcome to the uh, to the first fight that the two had it could potentially go to a draw or something worse even a defeat for triple g and what actually had me confused was triple g gennady golovkin listen man i know the way you fought on uh, during the first fight you you gave it your all but i feel like you should have given it a bit more on the second uh, on the second fight on the rematch because we already saw you 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 gave it your all in the first fight and they already gave you a draw and the way you're fighting in this rematch you're expecting a draw or or a possible win well that's not going to happen because the judges uh, they're obviously a bit biased towards Canelo and even if Canelo doesn't throw anything but then out of nowhere every five minutes he just throws a very powerful hook or something like that well they're obviously so biased so they're just gonna turn their attention towards uh, whatever Canelo, whatever good thing Canelo is doing and they're gonna totally ignore every single um, uh, thing that you're doing I know okay so here is uh, what Triple G's um, strategy was actually he was constantly throwing a lot of punches so in terms of volume his, his punches were so good actually as a matter of fact for the whole 12 rounds that this fight actually lasted Triple G threw about 500 shots overall comparing to Canelo Alvarez's 200 shots so just just I'm just putting out the numbers okay so that you guys know what sort of situation we're dealing with here because even though Triple G he he threw more punches and actually a lot of the punches that he threw were actually absorbed by Canelo the judges for some reason they decided to ignore all of that and whenever so say uh, Canelo threw about a hundred power power shots towards Triple G but then he he would just throw them every now and then and he wasn't actually being consistent with his shots the judges would actually favor Canelo in that case and they would totally ignore every single shot the constant shots that were being uh, thrown by Triple G every single second in the fight and I feel like it was because of that consistency I mean of course it's it's 12 three minute rounds so of course if you're just constantly throwing your jabs well obviously you're gonna get gassed out and that was exactly the case with uh, Gennady Golovkin because uh, it must have been in the seventh or the eighth round that he just looked super tired and he was panting while he was uh, going to his corners for the breaks and um, on the other hand you had Canelo because Canelo wasn't throwing as many shots he would just pick his shots and then just throw them just randomly he wasn't really panting and he just looked to be in a very good shape and it, maybe he was uh, uh, trying to maintain his energy for those power shots so he wasn't really trying to uh, gas himself out by uh, keeping up consistency and constantly throwing a great volume of punches but triple g was actually um, utilizing that strategy and um he he thought and we thought as the fans that he that would that that strategy would actually work in his favor and i'm gonna be totally honest with you guys this rematch fight speaking overall it was a very very close fight 
I would score one one round in in favor of Triple G and the other in term uh, in favor of Canelo. It was just that close. However, uh, overall overall speaking, I feel like Triple G should have won that fight because of all that consistency. And I know he wasn't constantly throwing power shots, but he was still throwing shots that were being absorbed by Canelo Alvarez. But Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez, all the shots that he was throwing. You know, it, it, it wasn't that many, but when he would actually throw them, they were, they were super powerful. They were power shots. So unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because I'm a Triple G fan, and I really wish that he would actually win this fight, but the judges actually gave the fight uh, through a majority decision. They gave the fight to the new champion, Canelo Alvarez. And um, please don't get me wrong. I know I keep telling that uh, I'm a Triple G fan. But that let's not <laughs> take anything away from how great of a fighter Canelo Alvarez is. Because when you become a fighter, guys, uh, it's not about how good you are athletically. It also all comes down to your fighting IQ. Because, you know, you can't just go out there. Say you're actually in a street fight and you decide to just go out there in full-on beast mode for like a good 20 minutes. Well, obviously, at the end of it, you're going to get gassed out. And what if your opponent, the person that you're fighting in the streets, just comes back at you uh, like um, he's he just has all the energy in the world because... Obviously, the person that you're fighting has a better fighting IQ because he decided to let you uh, get gassed out first. And then after that happened to you, well, then obviously he's going to use that against you. And now he's going to come on top. And that is exactly what Canelo Alvarez did. He let uh, he let tri Triple G come at him with full on um, uh, uh, power, you could say, and full like everything that he had as his um, uh, resource. He let that happen. He let Triple G completely empty himself in terms of energy uh, towards him if that makes sense and then Canelo he was thinking all the time just because he wasn't throwing those punches that Triple G was constantly throwing that didn't mean that uh, Canelo wasn't really doing anything well in his mind he was constantly reading Triple G's moves and he was just trying to pick the best uh, moments for himself to actually throw the best shots that would um, cause the most injury to Gennady Golovkin and uh, I actually have to give um, props to Canelo for for picking such a smart strategy against Triple G in this fight because we all saw what happened like the outcome is the outcome it is what it is he won the fight ultimately Although, as a fan, as a Triple G fan, I feel like the fight should have either been declared a draw or in favor of Triple G um, uh, through a majority decision. I still don't think, even though Canelo fought a very good fight and fought actually very smartly, I still do not think that Canelo did enough to win the fight against Triple G. So that's just my opinion. You guys might be Canelo fans and you might be saying, Janan, what are you talking about? You obviously don't know your boxing, blah, blah, blah. And you know what, man? Like, that's uh, uh, that's something that a lot of people actually tend to say, especially on social media. Uh, they Canelo fans can actually be a bit harsh sometimes because 
And I feel like that's that's the case with every single fan in the world. If the guy that you're rooting for wins and the the people that are rooting for the other guy, they come out on social media uh, kind of winding and, and 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 just saying, "Oh, I wish um I wish the other guy didn't win and this guy like our guy did enough to win the fight blah blah blah." And the other guys, the opposite guys just come uh, just come out and say, "No, you're wrong. You obviously don't know what you're talking about blah blah." blah. There's obviously going to be things like that out there in social media and, um, you know, just just out there amongst fans. But just like I said, the truth is that Canelo Alvarez won the fight and um, there's nothing that we can do about it now. However, there's actually been rumors that there could be a potential third match between these two guys. Uh, and I really wish that if the third fight actually does happen sometime in the future, I just hope that it happens a bit later um, in, a, in a few years, actually. And I have my own reason for that because I feel like Triple G needs a, needs some time for himself to figure out what he actually wants to do with his whole career and uh, what sort of things he needs to work on uh, to, to win this third match against Sam Canelo Alvarez. And I know a lot of people out there are saying that Triple G, he's um, 36 years old and maybe it's time for him to potentially retire and things like that. I definitely disagree. I just feel like if Triple G has a bit of recovery time and has a bit of time to reflect on himself and potentially even his camp, and just his uh, whole mentality and strategy, then he could potentially have a really good chance at winning the third fight against Canelo Alvarez. And I really do believe that from the bottom of my heart. But overall, just like I said, first of all, shout out to my guy Triple G because um, even though he lost the fight, he wasn't like super, super mad about it. And even though he left the, uh, the ring right after the decision was, was announced, he still came out to a press conference saying that um, he wishes all the best things in the world to Canelo. And he said that, yes, Canelo is the champion, but I'm a champion too. And he said that he will be back soon. So shout out to Triple G for, you know, not losing his mentality even after his uh, first ever defeat in his professional career. And... Um, so yeah, so shout out to him and shout out to Canelo Alvarez as well, of course. Uh, there's a reason why he's the new champion at the moment and um, he seemed to be working really hard. And actually, guys, I really want to describe this scene uh, at the at the end of the fight, at the end of the 12th round when the last bell actually went off. The two guys, first of all, Triple G, after the bell went off, he embraced Canelo for like a good 10 seconds, okay? And it was just so beautiful to watch. And then not only that, but after that, the two went to um, uh, each uh, corner of the ring and they just stood up. And the, the shot that was actually shot through film was so beautiful because um, in, in one shot, you could see Canelo Alvarez you know, holding his hands up to, to show that he obviously he thought that he won the fight. And as he was doing that, there was blood gushing out of his um, uh, cut eyebrow. And the next scene was um, Triple G as well with his swollen eye and uh, also blood gushing out of his um the side of his eye and he too was holding up his hands and I don't know for some reason that just made me really emotional and uh it reminded me why I love boxing so much it's because of those um uh, scenes and all the uh, all the 
under underground things that you could say uh, take place with boxing. It's not just the sport, but it's also the sportsmanship and all the, um, uh, I don't know how you say it, but like loyalty to the sports that you could talk about. Like just watching that scene, it almost felt like, uh, you know how when the uh, war veterans come out uh, like come back from war and when you when you see them and you hear about their accomplishments you just have this sense of pride it just felt that way to me when i saw uh, uh when i saw triple g and canelo at the end of the of the fights that's just the way it, it it looked to me and honestly it was just so beautiful and once again it reminded me why i love boxing and combat sports so much it's because of those scenes and all the all the behind the scenes and sportsmanship all the good things in in combat sports that actually take place so yeah man there's that shout out to both guys and uh, oh man i talked about that a lot but anyhow um i would like to dedicate the song that i'm about to play right now to my man triple g because whenever i listen to this song it actually reminds me of um hustling and working hard and i just want to play this song for him i know he's probably not listening to this right now but still i i uh, was actually listening to this song the other day and it, it just reminded me of triple g and his journey so let's hear it all right here we go All right, welcome back. The song is called It's On by Beanie Siegel and Jay-Z. I don't know, but for some reason, I've actually been really into some of the old school hip hop songs that are out there, um, especially the ones from the late 90s and early 2000s. Now, I, I know I'm not like super young, but the time that these songs were actually uh, released, I was super young. I was too young to actually appreciate the greatness of these songs. And I just came across this song the other day and um, it just really struck home and I really, really felt it. And just like I said, I would like to dedicate this song to Gennady Golovkin because for some reason, this song just reminds me of um, grinding and going out there and just uh, working really hard for your dream. and. I just feel like it just really, really speaks to me and um, I hope it does the same to you guys out there as well. So, actually, I would like to dedicate this song to all of you guys out there who are listening to this right now and, uh, you know, working hard for your dream. So, yeah, why not? All right. There was that. Cool. Okay. So, now, without further ado, let's talk about the fight between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Povetkin. Okay, so guys, we already know that this fight that Anthony Joshua is going to have right now next week, so like this upcoming weekend, was actually going to be between him and Deontay Wilder, the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. But unfortunately, for so many uh, contract-wise reasons, the fight is not happening. And now we have Anthony Joshua fighting Alexander Povetkin. So Povetkin is actually a very dangerous guy because his shots are super heavy and um, he has consistency and power and um, he actually has a very tough chin and then of course on the other hand we have um, Anthony Joshua who's also um, uh, uh, you know he carries a lot of power in his shots and uh, one thing that I would say Anthony Joshua needs to watch out for is that he should not underestimate Pavetkin because you never really know 
one moment you get hit with a shot and the next you're on the canvas and it's already over you already lost the fight because you got knocked out so i would say anthony joshua really needs to be cautious in this fight and um you know not just go out there full-on swinging shots just random shots i feel like he needs to develop a good strategy uh, against fighting pavetkin in this fight and i feel like pavetkin he just needs to be his usual self um and uh actually i would say since we already talked about the strategy that canelo was using against sam triple g it could potentially uh, make sense if um, anthony joshua let pavetkin throw all of his shots in the beginning and then after he starts seeing him get a bit exhausted and gassed out then after that anthony joshua can actually employ his own strategy of um, just um, going out there with counter shots and try to finish alexander pavetkin if possible so this fight once again is going to be super exciting now if you are in the eastern time zone you have to watch out that it's going to be happening during daytime for eastern time zone i believe it, it happens at like 5 um, 5 p.m on saturday so make sure you catch up with it do not miss this fight and man i'm just looking at the clock right now and unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week all right you already know make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes and what else man you can also go to soundcloud and itunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well and until next time it's your girl janelle right here and this is tko peace out